Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Women Up Radio, supporting Empower Women, and today we're talking about meditation and the modern businesswoman. I'm joined in the studio by my guest, Amy Applebaum, entrepreneur, business coach, author, hypnotherapist, meditation expert, and media personality who's featured on CNN, ABC, Shape, Cosmo, and the New York Times, among others. So welcome to the program, Amy. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited. Oh, it's great. And it's so nice to talk about meditation. I think meditation is wonderful. So tell me how you started and also what led you on to becoming a business coach and from there to meditation? How long do I have? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> How about this? I'll give you, I'll give you the abbreviated ex- uh, answer and then ask me questions. Does that work? Okay, that's great. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, I, think, I, I think if I look at what led me to being a business coach and meditation, I'd have to go back and say I was the bossy big sister of five kids. Yeah. And it wasn't my fault I was bossy, right? My mom had me first. She put me in that position. Yes. And, um, you know, I took to it rather well. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you have those things that you're good at in life and then those things that you stink at. And I was, I don't know if it had anything to do with being the older sister. We'd have to look at all the statistics. But I think I was, I always had a knack for, organizing, problem solving, leading, teaching, you know, all of those types of things. And I had, for whatever reason, a belief really early on that you can do whatever you say you want to do. Like, like, like quit talking about it. Let's just get it done. Here's all we, these are the steps. So I always had a knack for that. And then as we moved, you know, into my later years in school, I studied originally to be a psychiatrist and actually you know, and then ended up in communication studies because I wasn't excited about psychology, not because I didn't love human behavior, but because I felt that the profession itself focused a lot on the problem. And I found myself getting annoyed by that. I really enjoyed figuring out how we were going to solve it and what needed to happen. So I think it would be fair to say that I just kind of had a knack for coaching, just didn't know it was called coaching back then. Yeah. Um, it actually took me getting fired from waiting tables to even become an entrepreneur, you know, oh, really? well into my twenties. Oh yeah. That's a funny story. We'll have to get into that later. Um, <laughs> but I basically got fired for serving somebody raw oatmeal because she was super demanding for having her oatmeal served in a particular time frame. And I said, it's raw. And she was said she wanted it. So I gave it to her and I got fired. But <laughs> <laughs> I think on uh, it, that getting fired is what gave me the freedom to eventually choose entrepreneurship, something that I've been thinking about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, through that process, I launched my first business, which had absolutely nothing to do with what I had studied. I, I launched a sticker vending machine company. Yeah. Um, again, a good story if you have questions about it. But I think to really answer the question of how did I become a business coach and then meditation, 
I went from failing miserably in business on my first attempt. One yeah. of my sticker machines fell on a little boy. And it is through that process, yeah. right? I know it was awful. Um, I realized I didn't have business insurance. I didn't know. I just didn't know what I was doing because I was a mid-20s know-it-all yeah. who didn't want any help. Yeah. And that was the problem. Yeah. So that... And as when I first got my introduction to you, I need a mentor. Yes. So through putting, you know, I put a board of advisors together. I hired a coach at the time it was called a consultant. And um, my business went from, you know, sticker machine on child to I landed the big corporate Taco Bell account with my units, my sticker machine units in all of their stores in the United States. So, it was from there after that, that I went, okay, I, I need a new career because being in the sticker business isn't what I was meant to do. Yep. And so long story short, <laughs> <laughs> once I had that success, um, I, that is when there was a little bit, at least in the U.S., a big Tony Robbins rage, and I started to sink my teeth into more personal development studies, hypnosis, timeline therapy, neuro-linguistic yeah. programming, yeah. you know, yeah. I probably spent $10,000 plus on getting educated and certified and really just digging in. And from there, which is the completion of answering this first question, yes. I put a six-step process together thinking in my head, maybe this would turn into a business. But what I knew about myself was I know how to make things happen for myself. I know what mentally needs to change and what actions I then need to take that support those mental changes so that stuff can happen. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of whipped it out a six step process, took on a handful of pro bono clients. And it is from there that my solo career as a coach began. Oh, wow. Okay. And that was a lot. I hope I didn't just overwhelm you. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's fascinating, and it's great to see the the transfer from employee to small business to really expanding it, and also the fact that you looked for the solution rather than the problem. I know I'm going sort of in reverse order to what you said, but I always think solutions are far more important than the problem. The problem's yeah. the past; the solution's the future. And so for me, you, you need to look towards that. So from doing that and setting up your successful individual business, how mm-hmm. did that take you on to meditation? Well, one of the things that I recognized really early on when I was working with clients was we did a lot of mindset work. So there yep. was probably 70% personal development going on and maybe 30% business development. Yeah. Um. And so it was at that point that I decided, well, why don't I create a toolbox for my clients so that while we were working on shifting those mindsets through, you know, verbal communication, yeah. why don't we set it in stone and really start to embed that, you know, through med- meditation. And so I, I basically made the decision that this would be a great support tool yeah. for my existing clientele. I yeah. never... I never intended to get it out internationally. In fact, the whole idea of it was a little bit scary for me. It was probably one of the most scary endeavors that I had taken on because 
you know, you're really putting yourself out there. People are listening to your voice. What if people don't like it? What if, I mean, it was just, it felt really raw for me. Yes. But I sat down and over a four month period, I wrote my scripts. You know, I have over a hundred audio sessions that are, that are 50 to 60 minutes each. And I wrote the scripts. I laid down the sound. I hired a sound editor. I got the albums designed and I, got them all uploaded onto iTunes. You know, I I did contracts with iTunes and Audible and, you know, those types of of platforms. Yeah. 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 And I just did it. But I know the thing that I find strange um, is that many people really do still think that meditation is crazy and hippie and things like that. And they don't understand the uses and the benefits that it has. Why do you think there's still this vision that it's old crazy hippies doing it, smoking joints and cross-legged yes. and, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the typical 60s image of meditation and hippies. Why do so many people still think that's what it is? I think that's such an interesting question. And, and, and I, I really believe that it's just, it's only now starting to hit the mainstream. Yeah. And People are large, largely have a herd mentality. And so if the influencers in their lives aren't doing meditation, then they're not quite ready for it yet. You yeah. know, I, yeah. not everybody's ready to take a walk on what they would consider to be the wild side. So I really yeah. think it's, it's merely a lack of exposure. Yeah. You know, it seems yeah. weird. It's fear yeah. of the unknown. Yeah. You know, no, no, I think, I think you're right because I'm now a strong believer in it. But before, I really didn't used to think that at all. And it's one of my clients who was the head of a a major TV channel. um, And he told me, and I was doing coaching sessions with him, and we talked a lot about his work, which was incredibly pressured. Um, And he said that he meditated every day for at least 20 minutes, definitely in the morning, and if possible, in the evening, he tried to do it twice a day because that was the only thing that kept him sane. He said, if not, he would have murdered half the people in the TV channel and he would have cracked up. (laughs) But that he found it gave him so much, not exactly being relaxed because he still had the pressure of running a national TV channel, but it gave him the objectivity. It gave him the distance that he didn't explode every five minutes and that he could get things done far more smoothly. And he's, well, now he must be in his 60s, I suppose, and he's been doing this for at least 15, 20 years. And I was like, wow, well, if you think that, and the job you've got, and the length of time you've been doing it, there's got to be something in it. So that's what made me start to do it. So you And you just proved the point that it takes an influencer – yeah, somebody's, you exactly. Know, to really, like, make yeah. it okay. Yeah, yeah. So, tell us some of the beneficial effects that meditation has on us, and particularly for the professional context. Yeah, um, that's a great question too. I, I think I think that back to your point about the whole hippy dippy thing. You know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes people think meditation's like up in the clouds, but it's actually a very science based practical practice. Yeah. Um, People don't realize that there have been hundreds of studies conducted by your Yales and your Harvards and, 
you know, the global neuroscience community. Yeah. That have proven that active meditation yields really incredible results, like, to your point, maybe in, in the professional sector, increased yeah. focus and concentration. Yeah. You know, um, decreasing anxiety or stress or worry. Um, yeah. You know, an increased ability to learn and remember things. And then even on some of, say, maybe more of the emotional stuff, which absolutely impacts the professional career, it's going to be improved relationships, mood, well-being. I mean, nobody enjoys working with someone who's grumpy and got an attitude all the time, right? <laughs> but I think the most important thing that they've proven that it helps is accountability and follow-through. I mean, it's critical to your success in business. You are listening to Anna Letitia Cook at Women Up Radio. So what do you think our aims should be with meditation? And how can we start making this, well, taking it really from a positive practice and making it into a rejuvenating and a really pleasurable daily habit? Because a lot of people still think of it as a chore. Whereas yeah. I think they really need to, once they've understand how po understood how positive it is, they need to really go beyond that and think about it as rejuvenating and as a pleasure. So how do you think we can do that? Well, first we have to change our choice in our mm -hmm. attitude about meditation. So we have to be willing to say, okay, I've never done this before, but instead of going into, okay, I'll try and let's see what it does for me. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of an attitude doesn't really support success. So I think first we have to change our attitude and just say, you know what? It's proven that people get results. I don't know if I will, but I'm willing to go into it 100% with yeah. the idea that it could help me. Yeah. So there's that. Because this whole notion of what you just said, looking at it like it's a chore, yeah. becomes, you know, pretty sabotaging in terms of trying this out. But I understand it. And I think that most people look at it as a chore because when in the world are these busy people going to fit it in? Yeah. So when you ask, how do I turn it into um, a daily practice that can work for me? I think the first thing is, is you need to understand why you would want to meditate. So get clear on that. Yeah. Why am I meditating? Is it for more peace? Is it because I have a bad attitude? Do I want to feel, what is that end goal that you're looking for? Yeah. I personally, I'm just going to give an opinion, am not one who sits and does a quick 10-minute meditation about nothing. That is a very specific type of meditation. And for some people, that works. I, my meditation is more of what I would call, even though I don't label it this way, of a, like a manifesting meditation. It's, yeah. I want something specific. I'm working on something. I want more peace. I want to attract success. I want to take my power back. I want, you know, what is it that you want yeah. so that when you go into my meditation, it's guided meditation. It's yes. this, it's, it's not always easy when you've never meditated before to just sit and listen to your thoughts go and you don't really know what to do with those thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And what I've found is that people will abandon the practice. Yes. sometimes because yes. of that. So for yes. me, guided meditation for people who've never done it before is absolute key. It's yes. big, the professionals that can sit for 10 minutes or an hour or two hours and just go blank yeah. Yeah. and communicate in a different way. So once 
So when you're listening to guided meditation, it's pretty easy because they're filling up your mind with new thoughts and things to focus on, which makes the process easier. Yes. Um, I think that the second part of that is, is you need to do meditation when it works for you. So I made sure when I created mine to create a sleep meditation because I deal with some of the busiest people in the world. Yeah. And they don't have 50 minutes in their day, or at least they're not choosing 50 minutes in their day to allocate towards this. So that's been really beneficial um, to be able to put in your earbuds 20 minutes before bed and begin the process and fall asleep with it. Yep. Yes, Did I answer your question? <laughs> yes, perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. And you also touched on some things that really affect me. You know, they're really part of my experience because I'm a businesswoman and an entrepreneur. Um, so obviously there's challenges in business because there always are and there's stress and there's things like that. So I generally use meditation to help relieve stress and to gain clarity in business, but also mm -hmm. to improve my positive outlook and my enjoyment of life so that when my business day finishes, I can forget it rather than have it jumping into my head at every opportunity. Mm -hmm. But with meditation, just as you said, having an idea, having guided meditation, I think that helps me a lot. But I've got a question. Do you think we should have one particular focus during our meditation? And does that have more impact? Or should we change it around and have two or three things or yes, two no, or three different no, things no. during a week or something <laughs> like that? do it. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. If you really, for me again, this whole idea of manifesting something, if you really want to shift something, it has to become a habit. So if you look at the way that you live your life, and that includes not just the behaviors that you make, but also the way that you think, yeah. you have a PhD in it. You know, I don't know how old you are or your clients. I'm 48 years old. I've been thinking a certain way for a really long time. Yeah. So at the point where somebody wants to shift their thinking, whether they're 25 or 45 or 65, yeah. they've been thinking a certain way yes. for a long time. They've become a master at thinking that way. So yeah. you cannot, A, hope to plug in a meditation and think differently the next day, number one. Yeah. And number two, if you throw in two, three focuses while you're meditating, you're, you're just bludgeoning your brain with information. Yeah. And that isn't going to have a positive impact at yeah. all. Yeah. Huh. I really like what you've said about if you've been thinking for a certain way for, you know, a long time, mm -hmm. you've got a PhD in it because it's so true. And that had never occurred to me. So, oh yeah. I mean, think about it. You think a certain way, you're saying that those thoughts, those yep. belief systems are true. Yep. And then you behave in the world as if they're true. And then you yes. focus on it all the time. Yep. So then people wonder why their life looks the way that it does. And that's what it stems from. So yep. You have to now adopt new beliefs in order to have your life look different. And yes. then it isn't just a one-part process because if you don't translate that into action, you can do all the meditation that you want Yeah, and you can feel a certain way, but that doesn't mean your life will show up differently. Yes. Yeah. Huh. No, it's, I think, well, I'm, I'm totally converted to meditation. I do my yoga every morning when I get up without fail. The whole world can stop, but I will do my yoga first thing in the morning. And last thing at night, I'll do my meditation. 
And I think yeah. since I've been doing that, and I've been doing that now for about four years, I suppose, I think oh, wow. it's completely changed my attitude, my ability not to get affected by problems and things like that. And to really just stand back and enjoy life, it makes such a difference. I do wish people would believe it, right? but it really makes such a difference. But another thing that I've heard from, um, well, friends of mine and colleagues and the, the med medical profession is that meditation is meant to have a very positive impact on our mental health. So yes, on stress and things like that, but in a, a deeper, more profound way. So why is this? If you think about mental health, it stems from our views of the world. Mm -hmm. If we're depressed or anxious, you know, feeling yeah. stressed or uh, taking stress and anxiety to a far away place is where we get to depression, right? Yeah. So, it has everything to do with our perceptions of the world. When things happen to us, we view them a certain way. When things happen in the world, we create interpretations about those events. And it is through those beliefs about the world, those views, those perceptions, that we either feel great about life or we don't feel great about life. And yeah. so in the easiest way to say it is you are whatever you focus on. Yes. So if you all day long are like, I'm not good enough, I stink, it's never going to happen for me, and you're, you're thinking like this all the time, you're actually yeah. projecting that life. Yes. Your life yeah. is going to show up that way. So you really are whatever you focus on. And we can use, you know, you can think of examples in your life of, you know, there's a problem, something just pissed you off and you're, you're thinking about it and now you're telling your husband or, you know, your partner about it. And, and then you tell a couple of friends and by the end of the day, you've been talking about it all day and yeah. we don't stop to think why we had a bad day. Yes. Yeah. Right. So really, if you change your focus, you change your life. It's yeah. not like an up, up for discussion or some idea that's floating around there. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a, it's a fact. So what meditation does is it's not like the end all be all of everything. It's one tool. When you make the decision that you'd like your life to be more positive or whatever it is that you're focusing on or more peaceful. And then you like in your case, do yoga every day. Well, you can't be, you can't not be more peaceful when you yeah. do yoga. It's impossible. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay. So boom, you've got this practice. Well, now you've been doing this practice for four years and you yeah. feel more peaceful. Yeah. So now you add meditation in, which says, well, I've chosen to be more peaceful. I want more peace in my life. So now I listen to this 50 minute guided meditation every day and it teaches me thoughts about being peaceful. And I have the experience of peace and it's translating how I should do that in my life. And now you have two hours of practice of focusing yeah. on peace. Yeah. And that's just how this thing works. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing such a difference and right. what about the impact on physical health as well as mental health because when we feel fit physically obviously it has a great beneficial effect on our mindset and our emotions so what can meditation do to help us physically 
Well, depending on what it, what you're doing physically, <clears throat> obviously having a focus on how much you stink in life has been known to cause depression. Like yeah. that's how <clears throat> powerful your mind is. Mm-hmm. So if you focus on, you know, stinky stuff all day, then you can become depressed to the point where you would actually need medication. It alters your body chemistry. Yeah. So similarly, if you have a commitment to having a happier life and you're doing yoga and you're meditating on that, um, that your likelihood of translating that into the actions that you take during your day um, is high, number yeah. one. And, and physically, you're going you're, you're gonna to feel better mentally, which has you release more endorphins. Yeah. You know, you, you, you will feel better physically and be more yeah. likely to take physical actions yeah. that... It's energizing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So from meditation, yes, we gain inspiration yes. um, and enlightenment and awareness. And yes. for me, all of these are essential to us really flourishing. Yes. So with that, how can we use them or how can they naturally help us change our life? And what impact, so it's really, what can they do? What are the, the positive outcomes that this can lead to for our yeah. work and our career? Well, for us entrepreneurs, it oftentimes shifts what we want to actually do, mm. what we want to focus on. I mean, it's really interesting. I, I said something funny, and I say funny because it really is funny. I would never 10 years ago have heard myself saying this. I mm-hmm. said, you know, I'd love to just go to Bali and become a yoga instructor. Ah, uh, me too. <laughs> you know, right? yes. okay. and then just like live that life. So what, what I'll just share personally, what it's done for me to change my work and career is it's, it has completely shifted my approach with my clients Yeah, because we spend more time on the mental impacting the choices and the actions that we take. Um, It has also changed how and what I actually want to do. So next year, for example, I'm doing a, you know, a wellness retreat. Yes. That's because of all of this. So when you say, how does it impact your work and career? When you get the bug of like loving your life and feeling better and, you know, the opposite of what you're, um, mentor who worked at the TV station was dealing yeah. with. Yeah. If you really get there, you start eliminating the things in your life that don't provide you with the life, the, the way that you want it to look. Yeah. yeah. So true. So very true. And I love the, the wellness retreat and I love the idea of being a yoga teacher in Bali. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But, and I'm serious. It really, I actually, I've just started doing yoga teacher training because to my coaching that I do and my workshops and things like that I actually want to add yoga retreats right (laughs) right and you know it's so interesting as I hear you say that I'm thinking not only does it impact our work like both you and I have just described but think of what that projects globally yes if everyone is out there shifting their life to more peaceful choices career because it's the entrepreneurs that are out there creating the new you know jobs the new world yeah 
the new world, then all of a sudden you can't have all these people. Like I keep thinking to myself, take all these nasty people in the world and have them do meditation and yoga all day. And they probably won't be so nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually impacting the world yes. through meditation. Yeah. No, you're, you're so right. You're so right. So, okay. So to finish up, can you give us any tips or any techniques or anything that you advise that we can start using straight away that's going to help us either to start meditating or to improve the meditating that we currently do? Okay. Well, first, for those who aren't starting, who haven't started meditation, it's just a matter of making a commitment, literally. Make a commitment, you know, and then get it in your calendar. So don't just say you're committed, actually commit it to your calendar so that you've yeah. scheduled in, that you're saying this is important. Yeah. Um, but, but do it. Set yourself up for success. So schedule it when it makes sense for you. So for example, I have sleep meditations. If that is something that makes more sense for you, then that is a really great way to start. Um, it also will feel less relaxed because you'll ultimately end up falling asleep but still yeah. get the benefits. Yes. Versus if you do it in the day or the morning, now you're 50 minutes of listening and that might feel more challenging mm -hmm. than if you did it during when you sleep. Okay. Yeah. And then prepare for it. So whenever you've calendared it, whenever it's in your schedule, make that time for it. You know, communicate to your family. I'm doing a sleep meditation. Don't wake me up. Or let your, let your partner know to be gentle when he, you know, comes in, into bed. Um, remove distractions. So if you're doing it during the day, make sure you've let the people in your household know that you're doing it. Or you've turned off the phone and you've stopped the text messaging. Really yeah. give yourself that opportunity to do, to do it distraction-free. Yeah. And then Brilliant. finally, I would say choose, because it is a choice, 100% to believe that you're going to get the results from it. Yeah. They have proven that when you and, say, your hypnotherapist have 100% chosen to believe that you will get the results, results happen. Yeah. So um, that's not, I'm not saying that to sound woo-woo. It's, it's, it's actually quite practical and statistically proven. Yep. You must believe that something is possible. If you don't believe it's possible, then it won't be. And, and that has to do with you creating that outcome. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Amy. Really, it's been such a pleasure. And I love hearing everything that you've said. I think it's so helpful. And I really do hope people are going to listen. So thank you very much. Thank you. I had a really good time. This was really fun. Maybe we'll be doing a retreat together in the future. That would be a brilliant idea. <laughs> I would love it. Right? So we'd like to thank our guest, Amy Applebaum, entrepreneur, business coach, author, hypnotherapist, meditation expert, for sharing her expertise on meditation and the modern businesswoman and how meditating can bring us greater and more meaningful success. I'm Anna Letitia Cook. You've been listening to us at Women Up Radio. Thanks also to Meryl Guzel and Laura Martinez of UN Women's Empower Women for the wonderful work that they do to advance the case for women's equality today. And a big thank you to all of you who've been listening in. I hope you've enjoyed hearing Amy today. Please send any questions or feedback to us or directly to her. You'll find her social media and contact details as well as ours on our website, 
womenup.global slash radio. Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. <laughs>